Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Sack in the Nose with a tropical Chevrolet fantasy football show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2 The Joe, WQAM. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Off of Biscayne Boulevard in Tropical Miami. All right, folks. We back. Week two of our show. It's week five of the NFL season. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet. As always, go see Danny at Tropical Chevrolet. Buy a car. Tell him we sent you free bag of popcorn if they still have popcorn there i think they had popcorn last week who knows uh that's it all right well we do the show it's not just me it's my partner in crime the nose at spencer nose on twitter n-o-s-e we talk fantasy football that's why i bring him in here nose good evening how are you feeling great how are you i'm doing good we're in uh week two of our show here last week major success we helped out a lot of people on the text line people were calling in uh and you could do that again today 56022 is the text line 305-567-0560 is the phone number to join us today we'll go over a whole bunch of stuff here in the next two hours those numbers are just drilled into your head. They, they are. I don't need any piece of paper with them. They're just there. Uh, unless we switch radio stations. At that point, I need it in front of me so I know exactly what numbers to pick. Okay. So, with all that said, we will talk some fantasy football with you uh, for the next uh, couple hours here on the show. We get to a lot of stuff here. There's plenty of stuff to go over. Uh, we always start the show and start our podcast. You could also get our podcast on WQAM.com, Zach and the Nose Podcast. We just finished Volume 36. 36 podcasts under our belt. Two live shows now, or the second show starts now. But let's start with some stuff. Fantasy football news. Fantasy football stuff going on. The nose candy. And listen, this is something we hear on the podcast, and uh, we do it a lot. We do nose candy. We do nose bleeds. But let's get to, uh, let's introduce the people out there that haven't heard the podcast to a little bit of the nose candy. Nose candy. That's right. Nose. Give me some nose candy from week four. So what nose candy is all about is that last week we make a bunch of predictions, and when things go well, we get a little nose candy. That's so right. I'm just going to go be loud and proud on this one. Austin Eckler, the nose pick of the week. You did it. Oh, it was a good one for me, too. Five catches, 122 yards, and Utah, two touchdowns. So the uh, 
pick of the week was just solid. Well done against that Miami Dolphins defense. You told people to start him. You told people to pick him up if it's in a daily league, DFS leagues, and he did it. He had a great game. It was against the Dolphins, and there was the kind of Melvin Gordon situation going on. Did not know what the hell's going on with him, but it worked. It worked. Clap yeah. for yourself. The nose pick of the week with some fine, fine nose candy. And we're going to dive into that Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon situation a little bit down the road. Sure, but, sure. Uh, a few other things were I recommended Chris Carson, James Connor, Sterling Shepard, all who were guys that had great games. So if you put them in your lineup, I hope you did good. And I hope you listened to me about that Chicago running back because Montgomery. Mont Battery. Not good. He's bad. Yeah, I don't know what happened with him. What overrated guy who beginning of the season was just a guy that everybody was talking up. You gotta get David Montgomery. I was actually upset that I didn't grab him. He was like the next pickup for me in one of my leagues, and I had him circled. This is my guy. He's gonna be great all season long. I think I ended up picking I don't even know who I picked instead of him, and I was pissed. I was upset. And guess what? It worked out so far. I don't know if he's gonna have a great kind of three uh, the last three quarters of the season be great. But that first quarter of the season, the first four games, not looking like a guy that should have been picked in the first four, five, or six rounds of anyone's draft. Yeah, he was getting that hype with like Josh Jacobs was, you know, the, the rookies. Right, right. Everyone, that unknown rookie situation. And it goes back to those days where LT, where, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson, that rookie year, that first game, three touchdowns. And then the second game, three touchdowns. And the unknown of a rookie that you could get this star because if they draft them high enough, they're going to they're use gonna play him. Yeah. Running backs, you use. You don't just, you know, wait for him or, or develop them like a quarterback it would. So overall, Montgomery's been a complete bust. And um, no, I'm not anticipating much better. He's got, you know, 21 carries for 65 yards. It's, it's not sexy, Zach. No, not at all. All right, that's all the nose candy from week four. Do you have any more nose candy you want to spread uh, the love for? Sure. I mean, I, there's a few things. Like Josh Allen, I said not to start, and right. that's a thing that we need to be discussing is how good this Patriots defense is, and it's serious. And, you know, last week I uh, I got a little ahead of myself, and I was a little cocky, and I was like, we're not going to talk about defenses on this show. You know what? I'm going to take that back. Defenses mean a lot, and we're going to talk about the strategy of defense and how I handle that in our observations later on. We won't talk about kickers, okay? That's what we That's want. That's it. That's okay. a rule. No kickers is right. the rule. Because, yeah. you know, there is a strategy whether, you know, you draft them super late, but the Patriots, if you know, they're playing uh, three teams within their own division that have horrible de you know, offenses. I mean, they're a good pick. And, and out six games of that New England defense really playing well for you this season in that AFC East, playing the Bills, playing the Jets, playing the Dolphins. At six times, you're going to be able to start them and get multiple, multiple points, and a lot of points for them. Yes. And is he? are they going against Colt McCoy this weekend? They are. Washington. It doesn't matter who it is. If even if it's Case Keenum or Haskins, it doesn't matter. New England's a great play this week. A great play. Yeah. So, you know what? I take it back. Defenses are a part. Defenses are people too. Okay, there you go. You know, but kicker. How about in both my my big leagues? Kickers are not even there. We dropped the kicker position and put an extra flex. I respect it. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of people are doing that. And it was something that I was like, "Oh, really? Are we going to do that?" Yeah, it ends up working out great, and I love it. I don't have to worry about a kicker each week. It's perfect. Okay, so now that we kind of got over the nose candy, what comes with nose candy also are some nosebleeds, and we're going to have to get to that as well. Week four. And, and this is something we do on the podcast a lot also. Let's introduce the nosebleeds to the people. That's right. Uh-oh. Nosebleeds. That's right. Week four nosebleeds. <laughs> God, I Give love us, that. That's, that's perfect. Uh, give us some of those from uh, last week. So I apologize to the guy that I said, I, maybe it was one or two players, uh, people that called in or texted in last week. That said, oh, I know where this is going. Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. Sit him. Thursday night football. Yep. Everybody wants that Thursday night football fix on Thursday night. Right. Sit him. 
Oops. Oops. That's that was a nosebleed. Oops. Yeah. What do you have? Th- mean, do you have three touchdowns or yeah, two? Yeah, no, no, he had three. Woo, yeah. I tried to help you there. Yeah. Listen, it's not going to be perfect. And no. I, I still go back and I still recommend not playing him. I mean, that's what happens. Things happened. Um, I'm going to be wrong in that one. I was really wrong. So, yeah, that's nosebleed. Uh, I have one other really noticeable nosebleed, and I'm sort of proud of this one because I know we came on the air a little bit later, but Jameis Winston was my quarterback nose pick of the year if in terms of quarterback right we had multiple podcasts where i just was like this is going to be it he's got godwin the blow up here. Yeah. he's got the, he's got an amazing wide receiver set and he's got two really awesome offensive coaches in obviously coach arians and byron leftwich i just thought this was going to be a perfect storm and it just hasn't been whatsoever for the first two weeks right now he's making me look good but i sort of blew it by saying Against the Rams, I just thought Aaron Donald was just going to be in his face. I thought he was going to make Who bad. Who thought that was going to happen last week? I think Come I. Come on. I think I called you and I said, um, Zach, there's like 96 points in this game right now. Yeah. Like that's how insane that game. I went. gave up on watching that game earlier. I was like, eh, I don't even care. Like I started Jameis. I'll worry about it later. Hopefully, he'll just get me 14 or 15 points, keep me afloat. And then when I saw the final score, I could not believe what was happening in that game. So he happens to be on a lot of waiver wires, and tonight, at least for most, you know, a lot of leagues, uh, especially CBS, I know for a fact, ESPN, you still could pick up players. And if he's a free agent, you got to go get him because this offense does take time to develop, and they're getting there. So, uh, yeah, I was wrong on James, but in the in the bigger scheme of things, I feel pretty good about it. But for this sure. past week, nosebleed yeah it was a nosebleed for you there uh yeah so that was your that was probably the two worst ones from last week any other nosebleeds that came out uh, from recommendations i mean do i have to talk about it yes okay andy dalton to oil can tyler boyd right right again monday night football i really thought that that was going to be a shootout uh pittsburgh hasn't had any uh defensive prowess at all i mean but oh my god the uh the other watt the other one. Yes. Wow. He's he's really good. Yes. TJ Watt is really good. Thanks for the help on the TJ. I know. I, knew, I, I was it. I was searching. For I know. It. It's okay. Okay. I, I I was gonna say something close to it. Yeah. But, but I didn't. No, you did fine. He was all over uh, that. You know, the offensive line just didn't give Dalton any time. Uh, it was a it was a bad week for him. That's all. Like it was a big nosebleed. I, I, they just didn't get the job done. We give him credit when he gets them right. We give, we get to him when we get him wrong. Those are the nose candy and nose pretty, bleeds. That was pretty painful. Yeah. Well, listen, it's going to have to happen. You're gonna, you, listen. You're going to put your nose out there and give these picks out uh, when they're good. We we will scratch your back and tell you those some nose candy when they're nose bad. Nose candy. Right. Exactly. Dan Day knows what's going on back there. And then the nose bleeds if they're bad. Of course. Oh. Nosebleed. That's right. Okay, so uh, that's how we do it on the podcast as well. We give out the nose candy nosebleeds from the week before. We like to do a little bit of a recap, and then we go straight forward into all the stuff uh, for week five. Now, what we also like to do here on the show, and we like to do on the podcast sometimes, observations from the week that was going into the week that is uh, from week four into week five. Uh, Last week's number one kind of observation or note that we needed to get to was Number one overall pick in most fantasy drafts. 90%. Okay, so in a lot, if not all, fantasy drafts was Saquon Barkley. And he gets a high ankle sprain, and normal human beings or even normal athletes, it's kind of the six- to eight-week range, maybe five if you're kind of superhuman. Uh, It's a little different, right? We're getting a little bit of news today off the wire or Twitter or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Saquon Barkley, like... Whoa. He is not a human. No. He is like a piece of iron. 
That was my Drago voice. That's very good. Yes, no. well, I mean, it wasn't good it was voice, terrible. but I like the, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, what's it, the news on Saquon Barkley? What have you seen today from Saquon Barkley? It's, it's actually really breaking and very important, huge news for uh, Barkley owners. He is right now not being counted out for this week. Now, what does that mean to me? By Friday, he'll be out, okay? Right. He needs to be out for this week. You know, no human being comes back from that in one week. Correct. But... What does that mean? He's coming back sooner than everybody thought. So if you could tread water and if you have Wayne Gallman and you are able to pull out a win here or there and then you insert Barkley back into your lineup, you're back. And that's why we never quit. But this guy, they're, you know, Schefter's talking about eight weeks. It might be three. Right. That's a big difference. We're talking about more than half the season or half the season in fantasy football, and now possibly less than a quarter of the season if he does come back. Uh, that's amazing. This is old Adrian Peterson-like where he would tear his ACL and come back three weeks later. Like, that does not happen to normal people. I don't think Saquon's normal. He's he, right. He's a if, robot. If you see him built, he is not normal. This is a different type of specimen, and he is that impressive. So. You know, hopefully for the, the good of the sport, for your fantasy teams, for everything, let's get this guy back on the field because all of a sudden, the New York Giants, yeah, the New York football Giants. How about that offense now? All of a sudden. You got Golden Tate coming back this right. week. Right. Okay, things are happening over there. So um, it's something to just observe. And again, it's one of those just nice bits of news if you're a fantasy owner of him that, you know, you're not, your season's not done. Because, you know, again, last year you had Le'Veon Bell. Your season was over. Right. I would like for someone to text or call us and tell us they won their league last year. With taking Le'Veon in the first two or three picks, right. I, I yeah. just don't buy it. I either do I. I'd have to see that on paper. I don't believe you. And one more uh, quick, very important note when it comes down to the injury. I thought I'd tell everybody that uh, Tyreek Hill right. is limited. Look at that. He's practicing. I expect a similar situation where he's not going to play this week, but it's on the horizon. It's close. And um, listen, I own that guy in too many leagues right now. That was, And so I'm... I'm really hoping that news comes back because, uh, you know, Mahomes is just the first game back. We'll find him and find him and find him and just insert him right back into that offense. You know that. So, overall, you got Tyreek Hill coming back a little bit. You got Barkley coming back. That's very important news right there, fantasy yeah, football-wise, NFL-wise in general, but fantasy football-wise, you're talking about the number one overall pick and a top 10 or 12 pick in, in every draft with Tyreek Hill. You know, Tyreek Hill was yes. the number one wide receiver last yeah. year. Yeah. Okay? And when you go out in the third play of the first game and not you get good. yourself a, a two points so far, not good. No, so, not, not yeah. good for that. All right, there was an also interesting situation, uh, and you had it last week at the nose pick of the week with, uh, I can never say his name right, is it Austin Ekelar? You did it. I did? Yeah. Is it that really the way to do it? The last 10 times you've called him Aaron. Aaron Ekblad, yeah. the guy from the Panthers. Yeah, uh, Florida Panthers, the defenseman. Uh, yeah, so uh, Melvin Gordon's situation, uh, what to do with him? A lot of people drafted him early, early first-round pick as well, top six, top eight pick in most drafts, and then all of a sudden he's sitting out. He doesn't want to play for the Chargers anymore. What's gonna, I need a new contract or I'm not playing, and it looked like he might sit out for a while. Now, Here's a difference, too, with that situation. Obviously, uh, Ekelar uh, had a good week last week. Really good week. Nose pick of the week, and it was nose candy. We just went over that. The Melvin Gordon situation is weird because the little bit of news that I heard. This is breaking news. Right. The little bit of news that I heard from. from now, it all started with I saw something, and then my brother called me and said something also about it, about the because he's a Melvin Gordon owner, and he's all over the place looking for Melvin Gordon news. I think he just traded Melvin Gordon, too. Uh, but what from I kind of got from one of my guys out in the West Coast 
is he's got to hit a certain amount of games to get credit for the year to make sure he's an unrestricted free agent. It's the same thing with Le'Veon Bell last year, I believe, uh, although his situation is a little bit different than Melvin's. It was a little different. Yeah, a little different. But Melvin's got to hit like six games for him to get the credit for this year, to to accrue this year on his con- in, in his NFL career. Correct. He was going to start in week 10 so he could accrue- So he could do 10 through 17, Bingo. get his six or seven games in, and then he's good to go. The new, the weird news I got from him is Melvin's going to play his six games or seven, whatever he's got to get. I think it's six games to get credit for the season. Get his 10, 12 carries a game, kind of split the load with Austin, and then kind of shut her down. And if that happens, and we're talking week nine, week 10, that he's just kind of, all right, I'm done. You don't want to give me a contract. I don't want to play here anymore. Sit me the rest of the year. That is a first-round pick that's almost as bad as Le'Veon Bell because he teased you coming back. Put on a jersey, a helmet, the whole deal. Now, this could be 100% inaccurate news, but the fact that this came out a little bit, and I heard it from just kind of the fan approach from my brother and another guy in L.A. that kind of covers the NFL, that's a little weird. And it sounds logical. Right. It does. He wants a monster deal. He doesn't want to get hurt. There's only one way not to get hurt if you're playing in the NFL is not to play. That's the only way to guarantee yourself not to be injured at the end of the season. And that's a player who gets injured. Right. He is. And this is a guy that's going to demand a lot of money in the offseason, and he's going to want a $12 million to $15 million a year deal with 30 or $40 million up front. He's going to want the Ezekiel Elliott and the Gurley deal are close to it, and all it takes is one team to say, I will pay you that money, and that's all he's waiting for. And it's not going to be the Chargers. Chargers are not going to give him that money. So I don't know what the situation is with Melvin Gordon. I believe Josh, my brother, told me today he got an offer for Gordon, for Kirk Cousins and Diggs for Gordon, and he took it. He jumped ship. He said, no, I'm not taking a chance. That was my first pick overall. I, I'll i deal with guys that maybe will come back and have a good season in Cousins and Diggs. And I think he might have won that trade. Cousins and Diggs. Well, we're going to be talking about them plenty, but right. Cousins is no win, okay? Cousins, what we call is a loss. He should be on your waiver wire right, right now. That's point. That's where my brain is with him. Sure. I, I'm hoping that changes, and we're going to really dive into the Minnesota offense later on in this show. It's one of our 10 observations. Um, not sure if I love that trade for him, but we're not. I'm not there yet because, you know. If Gordon does what it's possible to happen, he'll win that. If you're right. It's a great trade, but this, that's a big if right now. And what, and what happens, you're right, if it's the total opposite of that and Melvin Gordon just goes off. Let's not forget how good he is. Right, right. he's okay. great. He's a first-round pick. Anyone who's a first-round pick is a guy that carries your team, uh, and it's normally that wide receiver or running back that does that. Unless you have Pat Mahomes, that's the only other guy that'll carry your team uh, first round if you took him in the first round uh, as a quarterback. All right, so there is some news. There's more observations to go over, and we will do all of that. Uh, lots, lots to go over. Plus, we're interactive like we were Last week, we had people calling and texting in from all over the country, New Jersey, California. It was, we are a worldwide, I'm going to say worldwide, not even just uh, around the country. We're a worldwide show at this point, and uh, and we're interactive. We're going to take your calls. We're going to take your texts. Noah's going to help you out with suggestions. Waiver Wire Day today as well. If someone's on your waiver wire and you got a question about that, uh, someone just texted in, by the way, I'll give Cousins and Diggs for a bag of donuts right now. Or Doritos, excuse me, at that point. So that, that, guy's, that guy's got a point. Right. Yeah. That, that, very good text at that point. All right, 56022 is the text line. 305-567-0560 is the phone number. We will come back after this. We'll do all the interaction we can with you. We'll go over more observations from the nose, and we'll talk about fantasy football until 8 o'clock tonight. Only fantasy football. We'll be back right after this. 
Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here, Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to our friend, brought to you by our friends at Tropical Chevrolet. Go see Danny, the GM there. Stud. Buy yourself a car. Why not? Tropical Chevrolet right here in Miami Shores. All right. Um, we talked a little bit, by the way. We're, getting, we're into the observations. I told you, 56022. We'll take your text. They're loaded up right now. And if you want to call into the show, 305-567-0560. We'll get some of the calls and texts in a couple minutes here. Um, we talked about uh, Austin Ekelar. You did it. I did it right now. I'm trying so hard. That's the difference. And Melvin Gordon, uh, that situation there. But we didn't really get into Austin as much as we did Melvin Gordon. Give me a little bit about Austin Eckelar that you like uh, going forward with him. So one of the biggest questions coming into this week with now Melvin Gordon expected to get some run here is what do we do with Austin Eckelar? Well, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to start Austin Eckelar, and we're going to start him until proven otherwise. I'm going to do a little DYK to you. Did you know wow. that Eckler is currently the second overall fantasy player right now running back-wise? Wow, okay. I did not know that. Only no. Christian McCaffrey's ahead of him. Oh, that's And obvious, Dalvin yeah. Cook is a little behind him. That's and surprising. I thought Dalvin would definitely be two or one at that point. I guess Christian McCaffrey's the one, yeah. Wow. No, I mean, because it's the receptions. It's, right. It, you know, he's got 270 yards in the air. He's got 220 on the ground. Guy's got 24 receptions, multiple touchdowns. He's the second best running back in fantasy. So, obviously, we're going to start that guy this week. We're going to monitor the situation. If you're a Melvin Gordon owner, I am, I'm waiting for reports to find out from somebody who might know a lot more than us on a Wednesday right, right now right. as to how many yards, I mean, excuse me, how many carries he's going to actually get. What the workload's going to be for each of those guys, sure. I mean, they're going against the Broncos. Let me tell you, the Broncos can't stop anybody. 29th against the rush right now. This is an easy start for Eckler. Again, Gordon is a risky play. As of right now, on a Wednesday night, risky play. Now, if we get reports that he's going to get you know, a majority of the carries. Sure. If he you, gets 15 to 20 carries or 15 to 18 touches in the I'm game. Not, I'm not expecting that, though. Yeah, see, no, I'm saying I'm, if that's, that's a start if he does that, but if he doesn't, there's no way. You know, what sounds right to me is 10 carries for about 48 yards, maybe 12 carries for 60. That's what I'm looking at. And if he gets that touchdown to get his feet sure, wet, there's your bonus. there's your bonus. But uh, right now, if you're going to tell me who to start between the two of them, that's Ekelar all day. So to finish that Chargers running back situation, it's going to get foggy. We're going to figure that out in a few weeks, but this week, you know, for sure you're starting Ekelar, and you're, I mean, again, you're starting him until you see something different. Yep. All right, so those are some of the observations. Another one I wanted to bring up to you, uh, because a big thing going into this season, especially in my league, was, of course, the running. Now, the running back position has changed over the last five to six years, outside of the Saquon Barkley's and Christian McCaffrey's of the world, and maybe even the Dalvin Cooks, because you can put them in that, that conversation now. There's two running backs on every team. Uh, but if you have a star-wide receiver, that's where, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, when he gets 100 catches, or Julio gets 85 catches and 1,400 yards, there's, I mean, the wide receiver position is something you want to have an elite guy or two elite guys. I know the strategy going into my draft was if two elite, I had the 10th pick out of 10 teams, if there were two elite guys left, take them both. Like, start your team off with that and we'll find a running back in that third round or fourth round that hopefully, like the Josh Jacobs of the world or someone like that that's sitting there, but to take those guys. So when I bring up, let's say, the elite guys, we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins. We're talking about Odell Beckham. We're talking about Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Juju, Tyreek Hill, uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, those are like the kind of top six or seven, whatever it is, guys around the league. But through four weeks, 
No bueno. Right? Like, is there any of those guys that are, like, truly at this point, like, elite? Well, Julio Jones is right now, again, the everyone's got different point systems. So I'm just giving a generalization of a probably, like, about a half a point PPR okay. type of league. Right now, Julio Jones is sixth overall, been pretty consistent. But let me tell you something. DeAndre Hopkins? Wow. Where have you been? Right. Odell Beckham? I mean, so DeAndre Hopkins is 25th overall amongst all wide receivers. He was a first-round pick. Devontae Adams is 22nd overall, and you saw that amazing game that he had before the turf toe. He had a great game, and he's still 22nd overall. Odell Beckham, 18th overall. Michael Thomas, 13th overall. If he had Drew Brees, I'd be Different story. Different story. Uh, Juju, 32nd overall. That one I'm concerned about. Now, Juju was one of my favorite players. Another week of just absolutely doing zero. The guy was talking about Fortnite all night on on the sidelines. That's bad. Yeah, he was. You don't want that. Well, happen. they were winning pretty easily, but he had that was a running offense all of a sudden sure. with the Wildcat in Pittsburgh. Jalen Samuels, man, what happened there? It's like Ronnie Brown all over again. Right, that's it. And then Tyreek Hill. Well, that guy's dead. Well, cross him off the list. Then. <laughs> um, little major league for you kids. I like that. So what are we going to do about this? This is seven of the seven top wide receivers. And the eighth guy was Mike Evans, and he's actually putting up pretty decent. He had a good up. game last he, week, right? Yeah. Well, he had before. he had two months. Well, he had one catch that made it a, a good game for him last week. But the week before, the uh, 190 and three touchdowns, he then puts himself in a position to be a top five guy right now. But right now, what are we going to do about these guys? Well, I'm telling you right now, they're all great buy low candidates. I'll tell you that. But if you own them, I'm telling you to hold tight. Don't overreact. Thank you. It's getting, you know, we're we're getting a little bit into the uh, well, first quarter of the season's done, and they don't play till week 17 in fantasy football. So yeah, you you you're gonna start getting a little bit crazy if your number one overall pick in your league was Devonte Adams or Odell Beckham or someone like that. So yeah, people are gonna get scared at this point. So my guy is DeAndre Hopkins. Last week I said uh, Devontae Adams. People were calling in and asking, do I start him? Do I trade him? What kind of questions were those? No no disrespect. Come on, guys. Of course you start Devontae Adams. But for me, uh, this week it's the DeAndre Hopkins week. I just sent at home breakout versus Atlanta. This is going to be gaudy. It's going to be one of those where they're going to just throw him the ball over and over again. I'm expecting like 15 to 20 targets, something gaudy because he needs it and they need it as an offense the houston offensive woes have been very very ugly i'm expecting the breakout so if you have deandre hopkins definitely don't overreact i know you've had a rough start it's going to be okay on the other hand there's odell beckham and i'm not feeling the same way about him because that offense just seems to be a little out of whack this weekend i mean monday night football odell this is your time you love the spotlight if he doesn't get the spotlight and if he doesn't get the ball he might throw another. He might have his first hissy fit in, in Cleveland. I've been waiting for it. I know you at have. this point. I mean, I think that that locker room at one point is going to absolutely implode if they're not ten and four at one point and, and and either leading their division, which they are now because of tiebreaker two and two. But I'm saying they're two and two, and up before last week, it looked like there could be a major implosion in that locker room. And Odell Beckham, I feel like was going to be the head uh, pirate in this one. Like, and then, I, I was scared. Nick Chubb came to play though. Right. And everything. And, Land- and Jarvis. Jarvis had a good game. Juice was great. But two for 20? Odell had two yeah, that's for 20. Good. No, that's not good. And he's only had one play, one 87-yard touchdown, that if you have bonus point, it's going to make his numbers look a little bit better. 
he's been the biggest disappointment. He's been around, you know, he got picked anywhere from ninth to 13th overall, literally in that exact slot. And he has been really rough. I mean, again, he's 18th overall amongst wide receivers. You take out that one touchdown, God, he's in the 30s. So I'm a little worried about him. And I think San Fran has a very nice, I believe they were sixth against the pass. So they're a pretty decent uh, defense. So overall, I'm a little concerned about uh, Odell Beckham owners. Now that offense too, um, they're going to get Antonio Callaway back this week. Hada, 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 hada. Like he's he's been out for the first four weeks of the season. He comes back in the mix. I wonder if that hurts Odell or, or Jarvis at any point in their production when you have another guy out there who's a pretty good receiver. I mean, it's all about targets, right? This is what we talk about right. in fantasy. It is about targets. It's about opportunities. And that is another player who's going to get targets. And he's going to go get the big – he's an electric player. And he's a stud. And um, anybody from South Florida or Florida, you know, if you're a Gator fan out there, you know how good he is. You saw him personally – First-round talent. He personally beat Tennessee um, – with one cut move and going back. He's a stud. So, yeah, he's going to get some targets. Even if he gets four targets, it's four less than possibly Odell Beckham's getting. Uh, he's not going to be a huge factor in it. But overall, I'm worried about Beckham because, you know, he's just not meshing so well with Baker right now. They're right. forcing it a little bit. So he's the type of guy that uh, you have to be patient. If you could get equal value for him and trade him, okay, but he's not the guy on this list of seven guys that I'm saying go in early and, and you know try to buy low. He's just a guy I'd, I'd hold on to. The guy who I'm trying to buy low on, believe it or not, is Tyreek Hill right now. I would get on that boat. If you're a team that has a winning record and you're looking like you're in first or second place in your league and you feel like you might be, you have the depth to make a move and get Hill. And let him sit for another week or two just in case. Man, float yourself a win. Maybe right. you've got that big player like that Nick Chubb who just single-handedly won games for anybody last week. Maybe you win a game, and then all of a sudden you have Tyreek Hill and you're a first-place team and you just traded bench players or a good, you know, a, a Marlon Mack type of player. Right, right, right. You know, good players, but not stars. No, we're not giving elite for elite. We're going, we're buying low at this I point. wish yeah. I could say I'd buy low on Juju. I just, I can't with Big Ben out. Scary. That whole offense looks uh, very much like it's going to be utilizing the run, gimmicky plays. Jalen Samuels. You like that, uh, right? Dude, I mean, I mean, he's a. I mean, we're going to talk about waiver wires. He's yeah. a must pick up on your on your waiver wires because they utilize that guy threw the ball. I mean, they were utilizing him everywhere. So you know, the wide receiver position. We just wanted to illustrate to you Amazing, guys right? how crazy this is. You know, someone like Keenan Allen as I is the number one wide receiver. Didn't even mention number him in that one. List. Yeah. Well, he wasn't in that elite. I know. Elite group. I know. He was in that next group. You know, the group with uh, Mike Evans and Keenan Allen, and Adam Thielen. Right. Okay, right. Right. So that group, Diggs. Yeah, another guy. Yeah, another guy. I know. Again, we'll. I'm doing the dive in move. We're going to dive into that Minnesota offense. I did a little extra work on them. Ooh. A lot. Everyone's asking, rightfully so. You drafted Thielen, you drafted Diggs. What's going on there? We'll do a little radio tease. We'll get to that, definitely. That's, That's 100% going to well happen. Yep. So overall, with the uh, with the wide receivers that were the top ones, you're not getting your value back, but it's early. Uh, be patient. And uh, again... If you have Juju, God, that's my favorite player. I'm really feeling bad. Devontae Adams is injury. I We don't know how he's going to do, but we just saw last week that that guy is what he is, and that's a stud. 56022 is the text line. 305-567-0560 is the phone number. Before we go to break, let's take – got a couple calls on the board, the day spa has told me, so let's try to get to them real quickly. Uh, we have Landon in South Florida. No, Landon? Landon's already gone. It's past his bedtime. We'll get back to Landon later. Is Mike in Miami still there, Dan? No, he's gone too. 
Mike, are you there? Hello. Hello. How are you? Hi. Real quickly, uh, on the PPR League, who do you guys suggest between Calvin Ridley and Terry McLaurin this week? Oh, look at that. Well, if Scary Terry's coming back, I actually, um, no, I don't like Scary Terry at all. So, New England defense. Yeah, New England's defense. That's a no good. I would I would put him on the bench because you just don't know. Nor, you know, Cole McCoy could be their quarterback. Not a good one. So I would stay away from Scary Terry this week. Falcons and Texans this week also. There it is right there. Yeah, no, so. Ridley's the type of player that's a boomer bust. Um, due to the fact that he's had a few poor games, I do expect him to have a good game. He's in a dome. I would go with Ridley. Thank you. All right, there you go. There it is, Mike. All right, so 305-567-0560 is the phone line. We have a ton of text coming in, so we're going to get to the text in the next segment. We also want the nose to go over waiver wire recommendations for Week 5 coming up. So we'll get to your text. Uh, 56022 is the text line. And if you do want to get on the phone line with us, 305-567-0560. Text and waiver wire recommendations coming up next. Listening to Zach in the Nose with a tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2 The Joe WQAM. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2 The Joe WQAM. All right, Zach in the Nose back with you here on 560 The Joe WQAM. We're gonna get right to the interaction we love doing here on the show. Your phone calls, your text, 567-0560-305-567-0560 is the phone line to call in, and 560-22 is the text line. We'll be very interactive with people like we always are, like we were last week, and we'll get right to some of the text messages right now. Um, all right, here we go, Nose. You ready? I'm ready. You're born ready. Uh, I need one, Henry Fournette or Sony Michelle. Henry Fournette or Sony Michelle. Okay, that's easy. Uh, you see Fournette last week? Yes. That's what we call beast mode. That's 245 total yards. Are you kidding me? 225 on the ground, 20 in the air. I don't care where he's playing. At the Panthers, that's fine. He's your guy. Uh, Michelle is too inconsistent. And who was the third one? Oh, uh, Derek Henry. Who, yes. Yeah, going against. Uh, yeah, no, going against the Bills. That's a, that's a negative. That is Leonard Fournette all the way. All right. Uh, who should I stash on my bench in a half PPR league? Tate or Tyrell? I do like Tate, but we're talking Tyrell Williams. Yes. Are we talking about the guy who scored a touchdown in every game so far? Right. That's your answer. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Oh, a couple of personal ones for you. you ready for these? <laughs> you know I am. This is my favorite guy on the text line. Actually, in the morning as well. I have two of my morning texters that I like going back and forth with. This is my texter that says, I hate hockey and I hate baseball, and who cares about both? So it's perfect. He loves fantasy football, though, even though these are personal ones for you. Two. Knows who is the best wings in the Tri-County area. And the second one is, I'm going to Capitol Grill this Friday. What is the correct order? Oh, this is my power, Alex. Right. I mean, these guys don't know that we have a food podcast on correct. top of it. He the might. Off- That's why he's doing in it. In the offseason, yeah, we rock yeah. the food podcast. Oh, God. Uh, the wings for me are Geronimo's Bar and Grill in Davie. Great grilled wings. Right, yeah. I don't want them fried. I want them grilled. A little honey garlic or a little teriyaki, believe Get it or not. Hungry. Oh, dude, those are really strong. Wow. Uh, and thank you for asking this Capitol Grill question because my favorite steak is at Capitol Grill. That would be the porcini rubbed balsamic ribeye. I'm going to take that rare plus. That's correct. It's not just rare because that comes like cold in the middle. But sometimes when you order it medium rare, it's uh, got a little bit too much pink for me. So I want that like red middle slightly warm. Wow. 
and maybe a little of that uh, lobster mac and cheese. Look at this. There's your perfect uh, order right there. All right, back to fantasy football. That's a great text, though. Great text. Well done, sir. Um, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, give me one. Wow. I have them both ranked literally next to each other. I have Russell Wilson ranked seventh, and I have Dak Prescott ranked eighth. So that should answer. Russell Wilson Thursday night special. Dude, enjoy right your there. Thursday night. Yeah. Kick back, beer, Jack, tequila, whatever is your choice. Enjoy yourself. No beer for you. Too much carbonation. Uh, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston this week. Quarterback question for you. We're back on the Winston train. Wow, over Goff, huh? I am that. absolutely. Seahawk I got, defense. I got Winston ranked overall ninth. Um, I got. Goff ranked over 13th. So, um, listen, Winston's got weapons. We all now were introduced to who Chris Godwin is, okay? We all know who Mike Evans is. But now everybody was hearing the hype. He was the before, you know, the preseason guy that, you know, the, sort of the sleeper, but a little bit above the sleeper where everyone was drafting him a, a little high because of the hype. That hype is real. Uh, I have both Ekelar and Gordon. Do I start both? No. Okay. Absolutely not. You're starting Ekelar, okay? Unless, you know, you have to, you know, you got to give me a full, you know, painting of what you're dealing with. Who would you be starting instead of Gordon if, you know, but no, if you were picking between the two, that's Austin Ekelar. I feel like that was a handcuff pick. Uh, that now they're going to start both. A little, a little draft Melvin it, early. Let me tell you something. It. Yeah. It's never good when you're starting the same running backs from the same team. Right. Just yeah. doesn't it's not going to work out. No, I, I'm trying to quickly think about. There was one situation out there back in the day, but I'm I'm not going to come up with it in this quick moment. Ron Dane and Tiki Barber. Well, look at you, thunder, thunder and lightning. And lightning. Yeah, All right, here's a trade question for you. Uh, someone asked if they should trade Lashawn McCoy for Juju at this point. Whew. You know what? That's a rough one. That's a tough one right there. That is a tough one, yeah. and I'm going to say no to that. Uh, that's a great question because we were just discussing how we are not sure what's going to happen to Juju, but that's not enough for Juju. Okay, LaShawn McCoy is going to be at best with Damian Williams coming back uh, a split job, and Juju that, and now this guy Daryl Williams is there. You know, just whatever flavor Andy Reid's feeling. So, no, hold on to Juju. Hope he breaks those 87-yard touchdowns. He has it in him. Uh, PPR league Ridley or LaShawn McCoy? Okay, let's go to uh, that one, LaShawn McCoy. I, um, I, you know, that's not a trade. I love LaShawn McCoy this week at home, Sunday night football against the Colts. Last week was a little weird because Darrell Williams vultured two different one yard touchdowns Tough. from McCoy. That was a rough one. And man. that was not because they're not giving McCoy the, the, the no, goal line. It's, that, it's the carries. That's what it is. It, I've, I've seen McCoy plenty in that situation. It just wasn't his time, man. It just wasn't his time. Uh, here's a, a tight end question for you. Should I drop Vance McDonald? I picked up Herndon. Herndon was a weapon last year I, for the Jets. Yes, and I think Herndon with Darnold coming back is a nice connection. I think McDonald lost all of his flair when Big Ben went boom. All right, let's see what else we have here. This is a weird one uh, because if this if you're really put in this situation, then uh, you probably have a really good team or you're just in bad luck. Um, who would you drop? I need backups for bye weeks. And he's asking if he should drop Drew Brees, Tyreek Hill, or A.J. Green. I don't even know if there's a right answer to that question. No, that's a sad, it's a sad scene that's right there. That's a bad situation to be in because you got three guys that are so top-flight guys. Okay, let's go over this again. All right, so someone needs to drop to make room for a backup because of bye weeks. I, I get it. Drew Brees, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Green. Okay, A.J. Green is my, my quick answer. Now, okay, Again, who's your quarterback? We don't know. You could have told us who your backup was or who was, you know, if it's not a good quarterback, you need Breeze. He'll be back in a few weeks. That guy will be back. Tyreek Hill, you're not dropping, obviously. 
Um, so overall, yeah, I would say who are we dropping? Uh, we're dropping AJ. Oh yeah, AJ Green is going to be the one out of that three, huh? Sorry about that short term memory. Yeah, AJ yeah. Green uh, is your drop. It's just you know you see that offense. I mean, I'm hoping for a better result this week, and I am expecting better results um, for the Bengals this week against the Cardinals with a very bad defense. Um, we don't know much about when AJ Green is going to come back and what he's going to do when right. he comes back. So if you're forced to, I would drop him. But again, if you have a pretty good quarterback, then you're forced to drop Reese. If he's going to be scheduled to miss six to eight weeks, and by that time they're one and seven, they really might just shut him down for the season. AJ Green. Like, what's the point of bringing him back for this season when you can bring him back next year when possibly they have another quarterback and a healthy A.J. Green? If your season is lost, you might as well just tank. Pull the Dolphins and just tank at this point yeah. for the rest of the season. All right, 56022 uh, is the text line, 56022, or 305-567-0560. It looks like we got Landon back from South Florida. Let's try to get him on the phone line. Landon, are you there? Yep, hi. How you doing, Landon? You got a question for the nose? Yep. Let's hear it. Um, so when Cam Newton comes back, should I start Cam or Gardner Minshew in a one quarterback league? All right, good question there. Are we getting ages of all kinds? We have all the ages and we're all over South Florida. You, and I love it. And I love Lando Lakes. There you go. The answer to your question is yes. When Cam Newton comes back, should you be starting him over Gardner Minshew? Yes, young man, you should be because Gardner Minshew has, um, right now, he's got a lot still to prove. He's not putting up great fantasy numbers right now, and his weapons are not as good as Carolina's. So hold on to Cam, but just remember, he might be out for a while. Right, so you might right. want to look at different options um, as players get hurt and there's backups that are coming or maybe some free agents, maybe some Jameis Winston might be available in your league. Um, but overall, Yes, if you're just asking Cam Newton versus Gardner Minshew, we're going to go Cam Newton. Thank you for the call, Landon. We'll speak to you next week, hopefully. Sammy from Boca. Is Sammy from Boca there on the line? Hey, I feel like I've got the Albert Einstein of fantasy football in the league here. Uh, anyway, hello there. How you doing, How's it Sammy? Going? We're, we're doing great. I'm fine. What do you got for the nose? Okay, super. Uh, I'm concerned about the Rams defense, so I picked up Carolina going forward. Do you think uh, Carolina is the better defense? It looks like they are right now. They are, absolutely. You have a top three defense uh, statistically in the NFL. This week they're at, right. home, they're at home versus the Jaguars, which we just discussed. Gardner Minshew is still a young player that's going into a hostile environment with not great weapons. So for at least this week, I think you have a great defense, and I would highly recommend, obviously, starting them. And I would not, bet, I would not, you know, drop them pretty quickly because they're really right now ranked a top three uh, NFL defense. Right. Oh, super. And one quick last one. Yep. Hey, what's the future here for George Kittle? I'm starting to get concerned. He's my obviously my only tight end. Uh, you see any hope there uh, over in San Francisco or what? I've never done this before, but I'm giving you a major radio tease. George Kittle will be featured in this uh, in this radio show in the probably the 7:45 hour Ooh, to give a little hint. That's a tease. The, but the, the small okay, answer great. is the small answer is hold on I'll to him. Stick, I'll stick around. Hey, listen, thank you so much. You've made my night more enjoyable than it was, and I give a shout out to Landon and Smalls. All right, take care, guys. All thank right, you. Sammy from Boca. Well done thank there. You. I believe we have another one on the on the line. We'll get to him before we get out of here. Lucky the Bookie from Pembroke Pines. Lucky, are you there? Oh, Lucky the Bookie. I got a PPR question. Let's hear it. I got Allen Robinson, LaShawn McCoy, uh, Derrick Henry. 
and Calvin Ridley. I need one r- running back and one to flex. All right, give me the running. The give Michigan me the running backs Wolverines. again. All right, give me the running backs one more time because I've got a bad short term memory. Which what are the two running backs? Derrick Henry. Uh-huh. Derrick Henry. Uh, Lashawn McCoy. Okay. Let's start with that. No, well, Henry Robinson. or McCoy. Hold on. Let's start with this. Henry or McCoy. Knows. Even though he has a really brutal matchup, I'm going with Derrick Henry due to volume. He's going against the Bills, but that guy's a horse. So go with him. Even though I do like McCoy as a possible flex option for you if he's available in your flex. And what about your wide receivers? Yeah. Where are your wide receivers again? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can use them in the flex too. Either okay. him, Allen Robinson, or Ridley. Okay. I think I- the Wolverines. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you, Lucky. You got it, brother. Go with uh, Derrick Henry and LaShawn McCoy. Okay, the two running backs in there. That's an easy one right there. All right, 305-567-0560. The phone's lit up tonight. How about lucky. that? We, lucky the bookie from Pembroke. We should ask him for some uh, some some winners for this weekend. <laughs> Coming up. Lucky. Lucky, that's it. 305-567-0560 is the phone number. 56022-56022 is the text line if you want to get in and ask some questions for the nose. We still have some waiver wire recommendations to go over in the show as well. Um, and we'll take your calls. We're very interactive here on the show, as you could tell uh, from Landon and Sammy and Lucky and all the guys here in this segment. Your text, your calls, and a couple waiver wire recommendations. That was our number one of Zach and the Nose Fantasy Show. We'll come back for hour number two right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.